One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Getting dragged under. Just I, I'm going to say this now. Under. I'm going to say this now. This show is enjoyable to me. Oh, good. So oh, take that. Good. Take that. This is you, me, and my ex, y'all. This is where this is that is, you were right pillow. Where is that you were right pillow? No, you, you weren't right. We we, oh. we we knew we had to do the show. I it know, but you it all, wasn't a question. You get very concerned with things on the cringe tier. I I I am, and I'm I'm saying I'm feeling good about this. Cut to me the next episode where we meet more couples, and I'm crawling into a hole. <laughs> That's um, probably true. I, I wanted to say this is very different than the sickness that I get from Extreme Sisters, or even smothered with the insemination stuff, because yeah. I feel like there are boundaries there that are either familial and they're very taboo boundaries that that people shouldn't cross. Um, this is just messy people in relationships, and I completely get that, and I'm here for it. Yo, this so. is you, me, and my ex on <laughs> Reality Gaze. Reality Gaze. My name's you, Matt Mar, a.k.a. My, my name's Matt Mar, a.k.a. Maddie. And I'm, my name is Poodle, a.k.a. Jake. Well, my, Jake. my Christian name is Jacob. Jake <laughs> Lasaka Anthony. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what Kay Levay's Christian name is. <laughs> We're gonna be talking about her. I mean, I think that it's her. I bet you that's her Christian name. It can't have two e's. I have a theory. I have a. I have oh, a theory. Oh boy. Okay, I have a theory. This is season one, episode one. This show is about. Let's some- let's talk about this show. Yeah. yeah. This show, what's different about this show, it's It's all, taking the it's place all, of Extreme Sisters. Yes, and it's all these kind of, it's the same production company. Um, it's the, all about these kind of, I guess, it's not a thruple, but it's a, a triad, a trinity, shall we say. Usually, it's always someone dating. This person A is now dating person B, but somehow yeah. person C is their ex that's involved? Is either in their, their best friend, or they are living with them, or, or their in boyfriend? Some, yes, or in some cases, as we'll see later on, there is a a man with two ex wives, and one ex wife is with a woman, but their baby is being carried with his sperm. Yeah, that's I know not that's this confusing. Episode, yes, but I think we're getting three more couples next episode. Or I think there's six couples in all. I believe that, that would make sense to have a good half dozen. Yeah, of this is only three episodes. Cuckoo. 
if you're watching this or you're listening to this on the free feed, y'all, this is going to go on the $8 tier for the our- The cringe tier. The don't pull over tier for our Patreon and uh, Supercast. But the first two episodes of this show, we always do this when we drop a new you buy. show. Try before you buy. Uh, episodes one and episodes two will be free for your pleasure. For your ple- for your pleasure or for your a little bit stomach upset. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what these shows are like for me. I I I wonder what the pitch it when when they when people pitch to. I would love to be at a pitch meeting in one of these kind of shows when people say, "Yep, so we got multiples." And they are, and they're also running a drug ring. <laughs> well, yeah. like that. <laughs> I think that anytime somebody, I think someone said, would just show a one minute video of K Lovey and they would say, greenlit. K Lovey. Oh, sorry. K Lovey. That's, now, I, well, Y'all, she wants to be famous. Oh, she's a star. She wants to be famous, and she's a reality star. She wants to be famous. This is why. This is why her name is not Kay Levay. Especially, she added the extra e in K. Here's why she added the extra e. Branding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's specific, she. She literally. If maybe her name is Kay. Maybe it's not. Maybe. But that extra e is just because it rhyme. It looks good. She was sitting there on like word paint, figuring out what looked good branding wise. And she, she said, "You know what? Kay Levey doesn't look as good without an extra e at the end maybe of my name." Maybe not word paint. Maybe it was Canva. <laughs> By that's, the way, use the here at Reality Gaze. Use the Reality Gaze code. You know what? I am all for using people who sponsor us. Unlike you really talking about fucking Dr. Pepper. You talked about something just I the other day. I did talk about kind lips because I'm, no. a, I'm a believer in the product. Oh, golly. Well, I'm a believer in Dr. Pepper Zero. Yeah, but everyone knows Dr. Pepper Zero. No, I was trying no, to, I was trying to help. I was trying oh. to help out a line that was eco's. Uh, eco-friendly and sustainable. If it's important to him, it's important. I will talk about it. Important. Um, Talk about lines that are important to me. We need to move on. (laughs) Okay, so that's the basis of the coke! (laughs) I haven't done coke since the 90s. Thank goodness. (laughs) Um, That's not true. Maybe the 2000s. Yeah, you were in college in the 2000s. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I did it. I did it in the 2000s. So, y'all, that's what this show's about. Um, it's uh, it, if you're not watching it, airs on TLC. So we should say that more often because some people we don't should know. say because people ask where when something airs or where something airs. Yeah. Um, um, so let's jump in. There's three couples we're going to talk about today. The first one is Jerry, who is 54, and uh, his wife Jessica, who is 40, who looks 24. Bitches have some I, good I will say, face what? work. Did, I didn't ask you. What did you did you like this show? Yeah, <laughs> you like, like all the cringe like, shows. Yeah, though. like it's not. <laughs> Y'all, this is this, this point, is the first cringe show I've I've actually liked. At this point, if this production put out a show called Dolphins and Sharks Fucking, I would be riveted. <laughs> <laughs> riveted. <laughs> um. um 
Fuck me. Okay, fuck so me, you, fuck me, fuck me, fuck so me, you fuck do, me. You do it. This, is, this was a kind of a joyous experience for me to watch, which is a big difference when I'm, when I'm watching Extreme Sisters and I'm kind of like waiting for the other shoe to drop and yeah. something else to happen. Yeah, it was. Um, oh. So this, you know what I think um, is this show is just more, I think the, the people are big personalities, but this show just seems more, um, again, not as many WTF moments, but also there's a, dare I say in this first episode, a bit of more um, things, a bit more uh, relatability to the characters. I, I agree. And there's also a lot of pathos, I feel like. Yeah. Like, especially we're going to see with Lisa and Jimmy, that's that's compelling it's compelling it's yeah. compelling yeah uh, so also and it brings up about issues going, going as lisa for halloween this year <laughs> wow <laughs> she's everything i want in a jersey girl with a everything little bit of little bit of rasp in her voice <laughs> yeah she does have a rasp in her voice so but so first of all yeah, we're going to talk about jerry and jessica Jess- they live in chicago chicago, chicago. Chicago. Does anybody think that, I don't know if you get this from Jerry, there's an actual vibe of swingers to him that he he's overly <laughs> familiar. He's, as I say, he's a shoulder rubber. He's kind of someone who he's doesn't have a lot of boundaries. He's there. They just see there, that a vibe to me. I could see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could see that. I could totally see just that. Gross. He's a little, it's just creepy. He's not. I don't get creeped he's out from li- him. No, he's oily to me. He's oily. He's not to me, but he Oof. just seems a little overly to me. It's overly familiar. Where he'd be, he's okay with seeing his girlfriend watching his wife sit in his lap. He's because he yeah. kind of because he's kind of into it. And oh. a lot, a lot of it is just playing. That's why I think I, oh, I, I 100% I, think he wants to have a threesome yeah, for I, sure. Exactly. That's what I was talking about. I, I really kind of feel for Kayla Bay because she thought she was joining this reality show to become a star. And she's actually going Sleeping to be the object in a closet. <laughs> she's just going to be the object of a threesome the entire time. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, I, I was. I was more. I'm glad that they separate the name because in all other promo material, it was K. Levey with no space in the middle, so it was literally just K. A. Y. E. E. Capital L. A. V. E. E. And it made me crazy because I wait, didn't know how to pronounce that. Is it an A? I thought it was said Levey, but still was L. O. V. E. Y. No, I think there was an A. Oh, okay. So it is actually spelled love I thought it yes. was just lovey, but she tied no. but she said love You know what it might be? Which I, would I be don't kind of amazing. It, it's y'all, this is branded for reality. She she has changed the spelling of her name. No, even poodle, if her name You were wrong. It is K Love Love L O V E. Then she actually has invented a new name for herself. She's a musical artist, y'all. <laughs> there we go. I knew it. 
Yeah, I she I like her. She's like she's beautiful. Me, you, she's you know fun. what? She's gonna be she's, she's gonna, gonna be good star. TV. She's gonna be yeah. good TV. Yeah, but know that she has invented a persona for herself called Kay LaVey, and it, that persona mm. is going to live with them in this house. It's perf- She's the perfect foil to Jessica because Jessica is. We don't know a lot about her, but I know she moved back from Utah. Well, we'll get to into take that. care of him when he had a health scare. So that's so it. So for them, yeah, they, let's jump in. Jessica says they have more than a friendship, but it's not sexually intimate. And the producer said, "Do you sleep in the same bed?" Sometimes she's like, well, she's like sometimes, but we've known each other for twenty years. And she said. Um, they really I've known have- you for 20 years, but I'd rather not sleep in the same bed with you. No, they Your were back married. hair gets around me. Um, your uh, asshole, it just leaks because it can't <laughs> shut clothes anymore. And it smells like raw <laughs> eggs and vodka. Wow. <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> that, you know, there you go. Um, y'all, mm-hmm. but they're, um, she talked about, they've been together for 20 years. They were married for 15 and then. They had, they had four ter- kids together. They had four kids together, and they had a terrible divorce that lasted five years. Uh, hint, hint, he cheated on her. That's what it that- means when you have a really, really – y'all, I promise you, hand to God, no, uh, Jerry cheated on her. You, you can just tell. A lot of this seems – it does have a feeling of someone cheated on someone else, and the person that got yep. cheated on never really is over them. <laughs> that is so true, yeah. and that that's kind of what – I'm I'm kind of transfixed by this show because I'm trying to figure out what's happening. That's why between Lisa and Jimmy, I can't wait to see where this goes. They <sighs> are real characters. They're very compelling. So I want to remind you, Jerry's 54, Jessica is 40, and then we meet his new love interest, Kay LeVay. Kay LeVay. Kay Who's... <laughs> She's 26 years old, and she says, I'm Jerry's new girlfriend. And they cut to Jessica. And again, we this is kind of the reference, but she Kay goes back. Levee. She goes back to that <laughs> shrimp rest, uh, shrimp face that we call it. Whenever, <laughs> bad shrimp. Mm. When mm. Usman and baby girl Lisa mm. got married. Mm. 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 Not um, good. Not good. You. It's not that you're actually sick like you're going to vomit. You're no. just like something's moving in there wrong. Ooh, percolating. Yeah. I just, want, I just want to say they're in the sitting on that couch doing the testimonial. Kay LeVay's wearing satin gloves up to her elbow. Okay, she's wearing opera gloves, y'all. And, and also just holding her phone in her life. <laughs> to wear opera, opera gloves in an interview, that takes gall. But it really does. And everyone else is being look. dressed normal. Uh, Jessica is wearing a top that she got at the Gap and like jeans that she got yeah. from um, Free People. Jerry's wearing uh, Structure three seasons ago, or yeah, uh, or, or maybe a, like an Untuck It shirt. Yeah, um, I need to say that they met. So K K explain met, this because I was confused and I wrote down. I can't. They were in an Jerry. airport. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, he's so Jerry's in an airport and he goes into a as she says a sunglass boutique. Oh, y'all, yeah. this is a kiosk. It's a kiosk. <laughs> it's a kiosk. It's not sunglasses hut. It it's is a kiosk. Twelve by twelve. <laughs> uh, um, this area. 
And it's just, and he said, and I saw this woman, and I was transfixed. Uh, and I have a feeling that he chatted with her during his layover. Yeah. And because he was, and she thought, y'all, I feel like, I feel like this is something where the, the, they might have come to them because the ex-wife lives with them and they applied and they're like, guess what? Is there any type of like girlfriend that you can bring that who lives with you? And Jerry's like, well, I did meet this girl at a sunglass kiosk and I was kind of into her and we were dating a little bit before COVID, but we I kind, kind of, of fell like out of touch. Too. I yeah. kind of feel like that too. Like it, it feels a little produced. It's very produced, and I'm here for it. And I'm here for it. Because I love all the fake shit. So they've been in here in a relationship for, what, two months? If that, but they, they've been to one Bulls game, and when her when the, when his sons pick, pick her up, she's like, you know, your dad and I went to a professional basketball game? Like, she's reading cue cards. She's, and maybe that's why she had her phone, to read what to say. Possibly. But, so... They, they basically the sons go i don't know why he sends his two sons to pick her up it's and not quite him. strange it's uh, very it, way to put your kids in the middle but they go pick her up <laughs> and they're driving on the way and she's like oh look at this it's, it's so spacey. It's spacey here it's like it's you know it's like Yo, she's a, room for the imagination to she's roam a little me. brainless she's a li- she, there's not a lot there to kayla Vay. i don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she's not smart or if she's just not trying. I, I have I need that, to see that, more. That is a fair point. I need to see more. You know what I mean? I think she may, maybe she's trying a little too hard for reality TV. Maybe. He did. So Jerry met her pre-COVID, but so but now they're kind of like, well, so y'all, this is kind of what we're finding in these. And she's rela- like, well, when I say in sorry, these relationships, ahead. we're finding. I don't know if it's it, but each relationship kind of has a traumatic event that really changed the course. Show me trauma. Ding. 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 And so Jerry is, is Jerry got really fucking sick. He had a fungal infection in his blood. And as someone who's been doing a lot of hospital time now, and they talk, this so is your much, home health minute. Welcome to the home health minute. This is <laughs> Maddie Marr talking about hospitals, but, um, a fungal infection in your blood that's horrible. It was in his lungs. It got in his liver. Y'all, they scared me to death when my dad did stem cell with this because if that happens, then we're talking organ failure. It's oh, your wow. blood. There's an infection in your blood, literally the thing that kind of powers everything. So it's a big yeah. deal. And the fact that he made it, they said he wasn't going to make it, but the fact that he made it is kind of astonishing. But that's yeah, what he, Jessica – I'm sorry. Go ahead. But, no, I was going to say he had organ failure, liver failure, all, yeah. all the failures – all that the you could failures. get. Um, and um, Jessica, she moved back from Utah, which to take care of him makes me wonder if she's from Utah too. If she's like totally, I wonder. Please tell me she was Mormon, and I only say this because she. I wonder if she's like this naiveness of of I don't know I, how. I don't get that from her at all. Actually, I think she she knows she's there she to take care of him. It. She seems pretty on it. Yeah, uh, I think she's happy to fuck with Kayla Vay in any possible way she can. I totally think that she was the one who suggested that Kayla Vay's room be a closet. <laughs> 
Yes. I will say when she's when he said, let me show you. So Kate LeVay gets there, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get Uh, there. So, yes. uh, I just want to say Jessica moved back to Utah. She helped rehabilitate him and take care of her kids. Jessica took care of him, yeah. So she's been taking care of him. Exactly. And Jessica says, when you think you're going to lose that person, it's a whole different thing. You realize it changes. And I can't imagine her thinking she's going to lose the father of her children. Um, And I think Jerry didn't say this, but if Jerry almost died, he might come out and be like, yeah, I need to tap me some young ass. I need to lock that down. I I still think. I think he might be going through a little bit of a midlife crisis. You think? Just I guarantee you, he's 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 got a Mazda Miata in the in the in the in the, gar- but in the garage or whatever but, a Mazda Miata is for twenty twenty one. But does he have? But does he have a Bronco in the pants? Negatory. <laughs> oh, okay. Using your gift. Yep, it's a negative. It's a okay. negatory. All right, I'm um, kind of dick. I'm not into him at all. I, it's That's it's interesting. He's one of those pe- he's one of those just nondescript men who I just see. I would see him in an airport and not give him a second look. I think he looks like a manager of a GameStop to me. <laughs> That's like, pretty good. Yeah. yeah I, that's all right. That's the vibe I get from him. No offense to managers uh, of GameStop. I love GameStop. He's, he's he is serving me um financial director for a chain restaurant. Oh, okay. At like a yeah. at like a, yeah. a, a urban, district level. Inner urban, one yeah. of those. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a Chevy's. Yeah, something like that. He's Caro's. a financial. He's a big for Caro's restaurant. <laughs> Good soup there, at Caro's. <laughs> yeah, um, Mudruckers. So, I think they're gone now. What? <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. I think there was a lot of Fuddruckers that closed. <laughs> Fuddruckers was delicious. You know. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a really sad admission that whenever I go to Fuddruckers, I eat too much because their fries are so good and their onion rings are so good uh, that I almost have to be wheeled out of the restaurant in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> I think I don't know if there are that many left. I know a lot closed. Oh, their they, burgers are real good. They still have a no. They still have a website. Well, they're still around. Oh, then. they're based out of Texas. Maybe that's why we. Maybe we don't see them more in California. You uh, know what? This is Records in California. I saw it. No one gives a shit about. No this. one gives a shit. The the show should be subtitled "Talking About Chains That May or May Not Be Still Be Around," <laughs> because we talked about Cato. Obviously, Ollie's, which we're going to definitely yeah. talk about. Yeah. You went to Ollie's today, so you're definitely going to talk about it on the free mm-hmm. feed. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm not. Um, um, by the way, Fuddruckers now, as June 20, has 156 locations, including locations in Saskatoon and Regina, Canada. I think they call it Regina. In oh, Canada. Regina. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, uh, Panama City, oh. Mexico, Puerto Rico, um, the Middle East, Saudi Arabia. Wow, they're fine. Qatar, then. Kuwait. Now I really want a Fuddruckers burger. When you say Regina, it just reminds Regina. me. Regina. <laughs> it reminds me of 
in choir for Allstate <laughs> Choir. We sing Regina Celli. Do you know that song? Yeah, well, no, that, Regina you know Celli. You, I, I like to when you say there's a song. It's a Latin text, and it's been set a well, thousand yes, times. Yes, yes, a thousand times. Do yes, you I know think. that song, Regina Celli? But we sang, we sang Vagina Smelly at Allstate Choir, and nobody knew the difference. Classy. You know what? Classless. You know what? I don't know why you you would have been that kid in choir that sang that. I liked everything very precise, though, so I probably wouldn't. Um, wow. As far as now, music. Now goes. who's the rule follower? <laughs> wow. When it comes to music, as long as I'm the arbiter, wow. it's fine. Um, so, y'all, uh, Kate... K. Lavey, God, those those two E's fuck me up. But it's spelled Lovey, K. Lovey, but K. Lavey. But I just need to reiterate: it is spelled with K. A. Y. E. 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 K. E. Lavey. Lavey. L. O. V. I believe it's a capital L. L. O. V. E. E. So it's I'm K. Lavey. Look. I'm fine if you want to make if you want to make up your name or if it's a real it's K Levey. I'm fine with that, but it looks like K E. But just make your K E. Make K-E. your name where it's easy, where not easy, but but like put a, an accent somewhere, like well, right, but the Y. That, but the Y does everything. The thing is, she could actually like, write it should in a French. If it's in Levey, that's like a French spelling, right? Or a pronunciation. Uh, I don't think she knows that, but oh. Levey, what she it would be an accent U over the first e. Okay. See now, if you said that, then I would know it's Levey instead but, of Lovey. Lovey. Uh, but because every single teacher went K Lovey, K Lovey. No, honey, this is a made up name. She it has is. completely and, made but if this you're up for herself. Make up your name. Make I it up agree. right. But I just want to say, this is all branding. Like, she has decided. But the fact that there is so... Let, let me get a little grammary for a minute. You can fast oh, forward no. this if you like. But K, just doing K, K-A-Y, puts the E at the end. You don't need the other E. You for certain don't need two E's. That is gilding the lily out the asshole. Because it makes me want to say K-E. That's ex- Hun, have you listened to what I've been saying the entire time? <laughs> you don't listen to me. That's no, right. No, I do, but no, I'm just, I'm trying to agree with you. It makes me want to say her K-E name is- K-E-Lovey. K-E-Lovey. That's how I want to say her name. K-E-Lovey. I mean, I just think a graphic designer, if she K-Lovey is a drag queen name. It is. But it, but a drag queen would have known how to spell it better. That's true. We need uh, to move on from her name. I will say what a good way she could have done it would be- K K like Bay K A E K Love Ooh, that would be pretty. But but she has a, a K. Let me say, it could have been like this: K K A E Love L E V A E. Someone K-Lave. is K Love Someone's screaming at their car right now. I just want to <laughs> say, I know why she has a Y in there because. When she signed and practiced her autograph, she thought it looked more balanced and cuter with two eyes. Possibly. That's it. I just have a real problem with her branding herself as this. There's so many things wrong with it. Well. It, I actually don't mind Kay LeVay because it kind of rolls off the tongue. It's kind of pretty. I just and I like her. The branding is bad. I kind of like her too. Oh, I think I'm really going to love her. 
Um, so you you guys basically all you need to know is that there he says he shows her his bedroom and she's uncomfortable as normal. Yes. And he said, you know, but I just need to tell you that you're not going to stay in here. You're going to I'm going to show you your bedroom. And and he, he goes and the reason why they're staying, I we should say this. She already quarantined for 14 days in and his cabin. In his cabin. So, so this motherfucker's got a cabin, but uh, not enough for a spare room. <laughs> I mean, this, this is a nice house. I I can't believe there's not another room for Kayla. I know. I know. Kayla Vey. So Kayla Vey. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> But I can't get over it. They're kind of they're doing honestly what a lot of couple did couples did during the pandemic. They're like, so I've got a quarantine. We're going to be on lockdown. I'd like to get some daily dick. Let's quarantine together and see how this works out. And it's going to be a make it or break it moment. It's just unfortunate that's what that they're the mother do. of my children has and to be here also. That's fine if you want to do that. I'm not judging you. If the mother of your children and your children live there, I'm judging you a little bit. When Kay, when Kay LeVay found out that she was not going to be uh, staying with him, she was, I quote, pissed and enraged. <laughs> <laughs> when she said enraged. <laughs> and she can get all the cell, call, cell phone calls she wants because she's enraged. She's, in- <laughs> she's enraged. She's enraged. She's enraged. Oh, enraged. That's y'all. We love again. We've said oh, this before. I, love her. I worked with a woman at the clinic counter in Oklahoma City at Quell Springs Mall. That every time she was Quell Springs, Quell. Quell Springs. Every time she said, every time she was livid, she would say, "I'm so livid," and no one could correct her. Um, and so no she- one can. And that's the same thing. No one can correct Kay Levay when she's like, "I'm enraged." Because they know that she's so upset yeah, she's right so now. Angry. They don't want to mess with her. Uh, and so, you guys, the thing is, she decides she wants to move to where the game room is. And unfortunately, Well, we didn't talk about the room. When we said a closet, y'all. It's, it's an actual. <laughs> we're not saying it's as small as a closet. No. This is an it's, actual closet. It's a walk-in closet. <laughs> the queen Arab bed barely fits. And I love that. It's I, it's worse than a European hotel room. If and, the reason, and the reason, rooms. yes. And the reason he's saying this is because he says sometimes his eight-year-old gets scared and sleeps in the bed with him. And he yeah. doesn't want to confuse her. So he Too this late. Is a, <laughs> too late. This isn't. This isn't permanent. I just want to say this isn't permanent. He just wants to just have a little space yeah. for the children to get used to her, and then she would move in. And then I love these. He he almost talks about it like it's an amenity. Like she walks in there in the closet. It's like so. Here we have the sound dampening technique that really makes for a quiet <laughs> sleep. Meaning my winter coats, and also if the bed's not to your firmness. It's kind of like a sleep you, number. You, a, just, you can choose you just, the firmness of your he, mattress. He said you can control the firmness here. And then we hear. Shh. <laughs> let me just. Let me say. <laughs> let me say this now. <laughs> but I need to say. He's just airing it up. Y'all. Whatever they say about an air mattress, 
it's never going to be like a regular mattress. No, it's That's, not. Anytime it's someone not. says, you can sleep on my air mattress, it's just like a regular mattress. They're a fucking liar. Now, the <laughs> only thing I'll say that's going, they're a liar, is that she is 26. Because if you're over the age, I think, of 36, you're too old to sleep on an air mattress. Oh, that is the truth. 30s you're, young. Also, I'm going to say this now. And while I have friends who will, over 30, especially over 35, if you say, oh, yeah, come stay with me. I got a couch you can crash on. I stay in a room. Well, I have an extra room or I don't sleep on a couch. I sleep on a bed. Past 30. Well, well that's because a caravan of men are going to come fuck you. <laughs> that's true. But I'm saying don't offer me a couch. Y'all, and if someone says to you, oh, I've got a couch. You, you come, you can crash. You're like, yeah, I don't offer that anymore. I well, I do. I offer it to like my nephews. Her who her I almost said her. My nephews who are twenty years old and in should, college. And your nephews don't sleep are, on our couch. Uh, listen, I crashed on many a couch in my twenties, even in my early thirties. But I'm something happened when I turned thirty-five. That it's really thirty-six. I started having back problems, and yeah. if I sleep on a couch, I can't sleep. You know, you wake up and you go to you go to bed. And then you just wake up and things hurt. Y'all, that's 36. And you got to have like your water on a nightstand. Yep. You, you need got, like you, your mentholatum rub because of your sinuses. You've got, yep. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. You've got your vaporizer right there. Yo, aging is really cruel. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, because also too, once you get in mid 30s, you start snoring. And it's you not. You do, regardless, you, if regardless. You're, if you're, of how late you went to bed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boy, God, y'all, aging is rough. <laughs> I I also want to say, uh, so so Kate, yeah, she wants to go down to the game she room. She wants to go down to the game room. Now it seems that uh, Antonio or Antonio, who is always, he says, "I'm always in my room, so I don't really care," because he's fifteen. Y'all, Antonio has very long masturbatory sessions. We're talking. Wow. Okay, this is a fifteen-year-old <laughs> kid, but it's true. No, this is the one who's 21. Oh, Antonio's 21. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're okay. talking, we're talking marathon sessions. I'm on the edge <laughs> of glory. He and doesn't come out with his room. Butter. He doesn't come out of his room for six or seven hours at a time. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's they're <laughs> watching they're watching Tomb Raider where Laura Kraft gets fucked by Croft. like a, a, Whatever, Laura <laughs> Laura Croft gets fucked by like a a, a, a Satan demon with a yeah. big red penis. And it's just like cock hungry milfs on yeah. repeat mm-hmm. for three hours, and then suddenly some World of Warcraft guy <laughs> comes up with a boner, and suddenly he starts to question his sexuality. Yeah, I'm wait a minute, you, where oh, are we? The uh, the masturbation that goes on in this oh. room. The and lot. the mom knows it. The mom and knows the mom about like, these sessions. Yeah, I don't know if I want my son Antonio sleeping down here with next to Caleb her. A, who's only five years older than him. Now, this concerned this, me a lot because that is where it felt gross, y'all. She's she five just, years older than this son. She just kind of immediately thought, well. My son's such a sex maniac, he would immediately see Kayla Vey and jump on her. Or it, it, and like even Jerry said, yeah, it's not really, that seems very awkward to me. And I was kind of like, 
I'm like, okay. There, it, there, there's no, it's not like the, there's a room divider and she's there with him whacking off. I just don't know. I agree. And I don't know why Jessica had, maybe she'll bring up, but just, just the age discrepancy and that, and never is, is she going to bring up to Jerry like, and say, Hey, just so you know, the woman that you're giving it to every night, is five years older than right. your son. She also says, and so even Jerry said, this is, this is the quote I want to say. So there's no hanky panky. So basically, Jerry is telling Kayla Bay, "Don't fuck my son, <laughs> y'all." <laughs> that he says it's weird. It's At this weird. point, I kind of hope the 21 year old son and Kayla Bay start banging. Me too. But I, that's what I'm saying. This like swinger attitude. It's that weird. There's no real boundaries. Well, because to me, I don't know why Jessica doesn't have more of an opinion. And Kayla Vey says, this is the way the segment ends. And she was like, because Jessica comes in and says, don't you think you shouldn't talk to Antonio about that? Because, you know, it is his space. And Kayla Vey says, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And Kayla Vey says, you know, I knew I was feeling some type of way about it. And she was feeling some type of way about it. I think she put me in the closet. (laughs) She definitely put and, you in the closet, honey. And that's how this series is set up for the rest of them. We need to take a break, but before, y'all, I, we had a lot more to say about Kayla Bay and Jerry and Jessica than we thought we would. But um, let's take a break. We'll be back to talk about Jimmy and Lisa. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. 
They looked like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining 
to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, it's up for Jimmy and Lisa. And Lisa. Um, if you look up New Jersey Italian in the dictionary, you're going to see both Jimmy and Lisa. Jimmy, uh, who's 52, and Lisa, who's 41. And I'm just going to say it now. I thought Jimmy, she was 51. Oh, 51. Yes. 50, typo, typo, 52 and 51. And I'm going to say this now. Jimmy could have his way with me. Oh, me too. I wrote that Jimmy down. Why is, is he so, so hot to me? Well, he was really hot when he was younger. He had this full hair of Ita- Ita- Italian hair, it's but a, now he's like bald. And you know I love a bald a man. It's a big, thick Italian dick. I'm going to say that now. Magic <laughs> hits your right like a big pizza pie. That's a climax. That's <laughs> a climax. <laughs> Wow. Well done. well done. It's a really Bravo. thick Italian stallion dick. I'm here for it. Y'all, they met in 1987 in a bar in Long Island. They're like, <laughs> they're listening to, to Pantera, Def Leppard. Like, they're but all. She's a huge Rick Springfield fan. She, and she thought he looked and like him. she thought Rick he looked Springfield. like him. They uh, have a 20 year old son named Dominic. Dominic, because Dominic. of course they do. Now, I want to say Dominic I'm, is 21. I'm, yeah. And he's hot. He's. I thought they said 20, but sure, who's counting? Well, he's going to be 21. Oh, he's going to be 21. <laughs> wow. Me. Yeah. <laughs> and so so then... I wrote down Jimmy is a daddy. Yeah, and like then Jimmy you. is married to Wendy, who is 49. So it's his age. And they've been married for 14 years. But I will say they set this up that you think they're kind of married and you realize, no, it's just that Lisa and Jimmy are their exes, but they are best friends. They're also business partners. They haven't. Of course, we have an olive oil company together. Olive, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy just rings out his forearm and that's how he makes it. And um, we also manufacture cannelloni on the weekends Hello? and anything having to do with Italian things. Italian things. And so uh, we also yeah. produce rosaries. <laughs> now, but now here's the deal, y'all. Lisa, what I like about this couple, I think this, again, this is very true to life, is that Lisa and Wendy actually get along. Lisa says Wendy they has a heart first, of gold. But yeah. Yes. But Lisa says Wendy has a heart of gold. I will always be his first wife. <laughs> That's what she says. You know, I will always be his first love, but Wendy will always be his second wife. And but- Wendy Wendy says that when it, they first got married, that she said that Wendy said that her and Jimmy got together before Lisa and Jimmy were actually fully divorced. Right. They were just separated. And she said that things Lisa said about her were vile and gross. But Wendy said, I always believed it would work out, and it eventually did. And now, but y'all, you know Lisa's a loose cannon. You can just oh, tell. Yeah. Oh, Lisa's yeah. got things she's planning behind the scenes. Wendy's just trying to handle it all. Yes, um, yes, yes to that. So they are making Italian food, because of course they are. 
and it looks like arancini or some type oh, of like God, I love balls. Um, oh. And like you gotta taste Tommy, you gotta taste Jimmy's balls. Jimmy's balls. In some Jimmy's ball balls. joke, they're salty. We need more two balls. balls. Ah, It'd only be better if we had. I wish we, I wish we had a man here to taste Jimmy's balls. Oh wait, oh, here's Jack. Jack Who? is Liz's fiance. Liz's fiance. Lisa. What I can't top. <laughs> It's Lisa's Lisa's fiance is Jack. Uh, And Jack feels just like wasp out of completely out of water. Jack is a guy who he's going to be the guy that keeps talking about how much he loves his hair transplants on that infomercial. Well, she here, Lisa. I don't really enjoy this Italian talk. (laughs) He's very like, whoa. And so. But they, so they, but they all get along together, and even sometimes, like Jack is kind of touching uh, Jimmy on the shoulder, and it made me think things. It's nothing, yeah. but I just wanted to think things. It does Jimmy. feel like was that '60s series, something Bob Carroll, Ted, and Alice, or something like that. It did feel a little like they were all going to hop in the menagerie, but not like Wait. Jerry. What what is this re- this reference you used? Is from Bob the, Carroll, what, Ted, and Alice? What, what decade the- again? <laughs> <laughs> Some people what? the movie the movie was uh-huh. kind of famous. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think when, they tried when, to remake it in the two thousands. When did it come out? Sixties. But I'm saying yeah. you know nothing about film or film history, so you need to shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the oldest you can remember is Summer Magic. Maybe. <laughs> Bob, Bob, Carol, Carol, Ted, and Alice. Bob, it's actually called Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice. That's what I'm saying. It's a 1969 film. But it was a huge thing because it was a little bit like of a, it wasn't, I don't know if it was Swingers, but. Elliot Gould. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was a huge film. I'm surprised you haven't heard of it. You, can, apo- in, you can apologize well, to me anytime. It is, I was born 10 years later. You weren't. Uh, But you've heard of West you Side were, Story. That's different. That's gay. That's different. <laughs> That's different. You're going to hear gay things way earlier. I, I see what you're saying. I, I I'm, just, know, I'm just glued into things, the currents in popular culture. If there was a play that cavemen made called, I don't know. Pointy Booga Booga Ro- and the Booga Booga? Yeah, Pointy Rock <laughs> fucking, yes. I would know it. Pointy I would rock find rock it. Fucking. Whatever, I would find wow. it out. Wow. So they're all getting along, and they're getting along so well that Dom is turning 21, like Poodle said. And they're going to go down to Florida, where Dom is, and they're going to surprise him. And Because I guess, it's COVID, we're going to go in on RV. RV. I guess that's, that's how everyone at TLC said, how do we get around this COVID <laughs> thing? We're going to put You're gonna everyone. You're going to go to Jack McDiver's RV paradise. Yeah. I'm going to give you the best RV you've ever seen. It's pristine inside. It is It is complete. The refrigerators are like fit so many mimosas. Damn, Jack. Welcome to my RV store. What welcome to my store. Your, You're going to get whatever you're going to get. Get whatever you want. You want a wine fridge? And you, you want a wine movements? Yeah, you want a wine fridge with your RV? Get your wine fridge here. That's fine. No, what you want? You. you get a free bottle of wine. Yeah. Uh, bada bing. Yeah, bada it's, a bing. Co- it's a Costco wine, but it's really good. Really good. Uh, <laughs> she does bring out uh, the prop department had this enormous <laughs> bottle of wine that Lisa brings out. It's She's like, like, with this, we can get our wine on. And with it's, this, 
We can do it. That wasn't a cheap wine. It's like that Santa Margarita Pinot Grigio. But, I but actually knew what it was. It was literally like three feet high. So um, they basically, the only thing that would make my head explode if they said, wait a minute, no one here is a commercial driver. Where are we going to get a commercial driver? <laughs> and if Andre showed up and he was like, I'm here to drive you to Florida. Uh, uh, I would, my mind would go. I agree. Um, so uh, the next situation is that Jimmy is coming over to Lisa's to put together a photo album for Dominic's um, for Dom, 21st yeah. birthday. There's so many Italian things in this sentence. It's, it's easy for me because my friend has a child named Dominic that they call Dom. He's also Italian, though. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, it, it's, <laughs> his his ch- son's middle name is also Rocky. Yeah, y'all, names are a big it. thing in Italian culture. I love it, not, yeah. 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 Is his name really Rocky? His middle, it's name, middle Rocky. name. He has two middle names. That's a little much. It's <laughs> a little much. I'll tell him that next time. It's a little much. No, he's aware. <laughs> um, so they basically they're talking about. Uh, uh, he said, "Tommy." She's like, "And you know what, Lisa's? And you know what, Tommy? Tommy even calls yeah. me on our wedding anniversary." So, so y'all. She's not over him. No, definitely she not emotionally. She is not over him. And so, in fact, because she wants to tell Dom the real reason they broke up. Which and is that the, her, the, the Jimmy cheated on, on her. her. But she wants – so they're on the couch, all four of them, Jack, Lisa, Jimmy. Ted. Wendy. Carol yeah, yeah, <laughs> Ted, Carol. And so they're on the couch and – and Lisa says, well, I really want to tell them, you know, everything. And J- Jimmy's like, no, he doesn't need to know the details. No he doesn't need to know, know the, the details. details of their parents' relationships, so, which the, I agree with. I actually agree up, with Jimmy. Well, I want to talk about that. But she gets upset. It becomes this big fight. Wendy is just sitting there. Y'all, Wendy, <laughs> Poor Wendy is drinking a bottle of that wine. She Literally, <laughs> she just like for the testimonial. For the Wendy's interviews for the get camera, the entire season. Oh, Wendy was just like, "Yeah, producer, can I bring this bottle of um the this Chardonnay? It's a big big glass, and we open it. I, I want to make get sure Chardonnay in here. No, so she's Pinot, sitting Pinot there. Grish. Pinot Gris is my is my type. She looks upset, but we can't tell y'all because her face <laughs> is Botox to the done. gods. Meanwhile, Jack is, on the other is, her her face is stretched. It is like it quite kind stretched. of almost looks like like her asshole's pinching her and she's in pain. Like, <laughs> mm, I, I will say, mm. Lisa's also had some work done, but it was good work. Good work. Uh, Wendy unfortunately has not had as good of work as Lisa. Jack is on the other end, just kind of going. I wonder how Someone much I have in my 401k. Off, yeah, what's in my 401k right now? I should check that. Like he's checked out. Yeah. And so that's when we find out. I this is what I want to ask you, Poodle. Yes, do you think they need to tell their son the details of their divorce? Lisa says that I told him that they just um and Lisa said as she's talking to Jimmy, she's like, This wasn't your fault. I'm just as much as fault as you are. We're both responsible for this. But I think we should tell him because she said, I don't know, that she that he's going through his own relationship stuff. 
Um, I'm interested. I'm a child of divorce. You're not. So I'm interested to hear your take and then I'll offer mine. I want to see where we match. Um, and you're, and you're in a similar place because your father did cheat yeah, uh, on your mother. Mm-hmm. Now, and when did you, when did you know that just before I offer my, idea? um, I knew that my sophomore year of high school, literally when they got divorced. And how'd you find out? Because your mother told you. Or actually, no, I didn't know my father cheated or cheated on my mom until six months later when he started dating the woman that people had been telling me for five years my dad was cheating on my mom with. Who was telling you that? And why oh, would they tell you that? We had people call the house. We had people <gasps> call the house. They call and say things oh to my, my mom like, "God, that's your awful." That small town. I guess some people that's thought they were doing it. But they were I, giving my mom a favor by letting her know. I guess, but what I would tell you is that your child has, and unless uh, <clears throat> unless something is affecting that child's life at the time, mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. your child does not need to know why you got divorced. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't think so. Now, now, if it was something where because how, think is it going to help the child to know that? Mm-hmm. And, and But it's also going to – and I understand what Lisa's saying because it would make – to me, if this – if I find out my father did that, I would have a different opinion of my father completely. Yes, and I think that's and, why like, Jimmy is scared of that. Yeah, and I and I think Jimmy is scared of it for a reason, and it seems like Jimmy has tried to come back from that. I don't, I don't think it's okay that he did that by any reason, mm-hmm. but I would say who is it going to help? It seems like it's only going to help Lisa get some kind of closure, and it's not necessarily worth it making her son know all of this yeah. for her to get closure. That's, yeah. that's my opinion. I, 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 I'm actually torn on it because I see – I agree with everything you just said and feel that way. I also feel as a child, you, you do want to know why you your parents know. – yeah. Because also, too, it, it's so cliche in like movie – TV movie of the week – but you wonder if you had anything to do with your oh, parents' totally. divorcing. Well, so there's this idea of if he did know. And there's also this idea of truths like this usually come out. It, so, I think he knows. I think he knows. Just think about it. Like, let's say Dom ends up being in a relationship with someone. And someone would say, probably as we would. Like, let's say he, I don't know if he's gay or straight. Whatever, he gets a significant other. They get married. The significant other is probably going to ask, why did your parents get divorced? Oh, I don't know. They just didn't get along. They would probably want to know that. And this could could be I, the only thing I think that could possibly be good from it is when you're young and you think often when some at least I used to think when I was younger, um, you see the world in kind of more uh, black and white and more. Well, if someone cheats on someone, then they're a horrible person. Well, and when you learn when you learn, oh, maybe my dad's a person that cheated on my mom, but I love my dad. Is my dad a bad person? Do good people make bad mistakes? And I kind of think that's where it should stop. Now, but what I don't agree, and I agree with you totally on, is we'll have to find out what the details are. But, like, if the details are that, like, mom and dad, like, didn't have sex a lot and mom couldn't have, like, an org, whatever. Well, like, those details, he doesn't even know. I think I think it seems like uh, I don't understand what what effect this would have on Dom at all to know this. No, I, I think it would be I, really yeah, and hard. I, I just want to say again, 
that when no one has to provide, the re- the reason why we got divorced is, well, we fought all the time and it wasn't, it, it you know, we weren't, we weren't right for each other. That is plenty. I think what it was, was, and A, how they explain it. Hopefully they say, you know, your mom and I were this and that, and we were in this place and this place and this place. Because our parents are our our guardians or whoever raises you are your best teachers of how to be in a relationship. So that's the only thing. If there's lying and and mystery about the relationship and the kid is wondering and is asking. Now, I would maybe approach this is Dom asking. If Dom isn't asking why his parents got divorced, they don't need to offer. But if if he is asking, I think you should tell him the truth. I don't know all the details, but I'm telling you, this is my guest poodle. My detail is. He was cheating on her with Wendy. I know. I think that's too. I think that's it. Mm. And that's the details. And probably his dad's been with her for 15 years. And Dom I will say if, if that's a stepmom, if that's the truth, um, if I, I agree with you, if Dom has been asking about that, then if he's been asking, then he has a right he, to know. If he hasn't, don't just nope. randomly tell him because Lisa hey, wants to know. Happy birthday. Your Guess daddy, you your daddy fucked your stepmom <laughs> doing and broke our vows of marriage. <laughs> happy birthday. Let's have a drink together. Happy birthday. Salud. <laughs> he broke our consummated marriage. <laughs> Consecrated. <laughs> Consummated. <laughs> um Shall we move on to God? I I wrote so many times. Stop. Stop. Let's take a pause. To Alex and Hi, Caroline. Alex. Alex and Caroline. B E Y O N C E. Yeah. That's y'all. That's what he says. Spelled beyond. Alex is 27 years old. And gay as a goose. I'm sorry. Gay as a motherfucking goose. Now, yeah. (laughs) Now, he's with Alex, his ex-boyfriend. Or he's talking to Alex, his ex-boyfriend. Again, they broke up. Alex is talking to Stephen, his ex-boyfriend. Stephen, yes. Stephen, they live in Atlanta. That's important. I want to say this is important. Normally, I wouldn't bring this up, but because we're talking about sexuality. Alex is black, and he's living in – he's a black male. At least he's – he presents as male. Um, Alex is a gay, or I'm sorry, a queer black male in Atlanta. Yeah. And I think that's important to talk about in this conversation because this say, is not. Say why. Because Atlanta, even though it's a big city, and I know just from friends and in, the, and in black culture that coming out, sexuality, that's a different thing than white gay people. It's a different it thing than. But Latino gay people. I'm at just the saying, same time, there is a huge black gay scene in Atlanta. There's also a huge religious scene in Atlanta. But uh, but I'm saying, it, it, as far as uh, gay scenes in the South, it's Atlanta. It's like I've said though. It's like I remember when I used to volunteer for the Trevor Helpline, which is a suicide helpline for queer youth, and I talked to a kid forever, like an hour and a half. He wasn't suicidal. He was just very, very, very depressed. And he kept saying, I feel so alone. I feel so alone. I feel so alone. And I, and I knew he told me that he was a black man. I said, okay. And we were talking about a lot of things in his life. And then at the end, I said, by the way, I never asked, where do you live? He's like, oh, I live in Chicago. And I went, oh. are you kidding me? As a kid in Oklahoma, 
Right. If I lived in Chicago, I'd be sucking dicks and be no, so happy. No, I, I understand what you're saying. So it's I'm, like that's per somebody's world. We don't know. I, I, I agree, but it's and I, I, I get what you're saying. I will it's say got like Alex, a huge pride parade. It's a huge presence. Alex it's doesn't seem like queen. the kind who is subtle. Well, I also want to say that he's Alex is, and this is important too, he's an effeminate black yes, man. Very so he's different. Like someone like Poodle and I, he can't hide. We cannot hide who we are. He has a cat named Katarina Grande. I don't now, think he wants to hide. Don't I, think he wants Exactly. To hide. And I have a couple of problems with this. Mostly because the name Katarina has nothing to do with Ariana. It's true. It, it was Katarina Grande. It's Katarina. But it doesn't have the same ring. Yeah. yeah Kat- I actually wrote, I actually spitballed on my pad oh, no. all the ways to make uh their his his cat's name gayer, and I could not find one. What, but what I would don't you, like what, Katarina. Like, what would you I, have? I thought about uh I thought about um cat I thought about uh Ariana Cat Day. Okay. Um which would okay. have been better or uh-huh. um Kariana Kariana uh Grand Cat. Okay. I thought about Kariana okay. Grand Cat. Okay. We, uh, we Kari, sh- but I, Kariana is better, but at least it sounds like cat. We should leave this here. <laughs> <laughs> it really bothered me, y'all, because they were trying work. to make a no, joke that wasn't, and it was that, bad. That wasn't to you. That was like, it just doesn't work. It doesn't um, work. So it turns out Steven is his ex, and the show leads us into thinking that, oh, he's he's a gay guy, or he's at least bi. And uh, Alex says that uh, we we were dating, and then we decided we shouldn't be dating, and because basically Steven cheated on him. I also think Steven is creepy as fuck. And Steven he is a weird person. He, he has a weird vibe. Um, and but and so Alex said that left him with a lot of emotional scars, and and so that's why he ended up not that's why, but he said he ends up he feels a hundred percent connected to Caroline, who's twenty eight years old. That Car- is a woman. Caroline's a woman. She's a she's a woman who was uh, his boss. Who was his boss? And they became friends, and they basically became squirrel friends. And she said, I had no idea. I thought we were friends. And I then thought one we day, were, like, best gay friends. It's a weird thing to have and your, like, one day, best gay he friend. Just, he just made out with me. Now, so, I, I want to say right now, uh, Caroline, uh, for all of you queer dears out there, Caroline is living your dream. She is. And she well, is maybe doing, not. I don't think a lot of queers want to be in a relationship, but she's. You yeah. would be surprised. Oh, I had one. She, I know. She but that, was but with. That's she what, held me down for ten years, and then she got a a dated straight man, dropped me like a hot potato. But especially ones in their twenties, because Caroline isn't very old. She's, no, she's, yeah, she's twenty eight. Yeah. Um, she's, she's Alex's age. She's twenty seven. So, so yeah. what I'm saying though is, I think she thinks she's having all the best of all worlds. Y'all, past thirty, Caroline is going to start really thinking about all this. I mean, Ka- Alex says I don't define myself with boxes. I'm a trisexual. I'll try anything once. And he says, I it's important try anything for me, twice. He says, or try anything twice. I I just want to. I want to be with someone who's a nice. I don't care about their junk. What's in between their legs? So, boy, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? No, what? <laughs> who? 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 Me. 
Uh, or any any other person oh. saying, oh, I, I fell in love with the person. Oh, oh, yes. P- but that was different because you were saying that to someone who was just out of prison, just um, <laughs> they stole no, a car for drugs. That is a, that's a very, oh, It's a very blank. You know, I'm, so let's just play kind of, let's play Judy's advocate, so to speak. Yeah. Um. And I bring up Judy because she was married to a gay man. Um, but he says you can have a golden gnome in your pants, and I wouldn't touch it unless you were a good person. I mean, the fact that he called it a golden gnome already sounds uh, pretty good. Uh, oh. But, 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 but I want to say, like, we, he's younger. He's much younger than us, let's be honest. We could, well, we could be his parents, so. Why do you um, want to be hurtful? But, I, I I think it's great. I think there is power if that men can be effeminate and be on the spectrum of sexuality and femininity. And so I just, and I know you think that too. I know that you want to honor that too. And the fact that he and Caroline together, that's great. It just, there's this, y'all, when you're, when you're gay or you're queer or whatever, we really have to develop this kind of sixth sense and this knowing uh, for safety and for, but just yeah. energetically, I don't, um, he is like y'all, they started making out and it, it felt was so uncomfortable. It felt like a Rodney from Miriam, Miriam, man, man. Kind Petri, of like I love you. I love you, Petri, Petri. I want you to be with me forever. Ever. It felt like this kind of forced production. It you know what it feels Rather, like? I could be totally wrong. It, if y'all think we're it, judgmental, that's but, fine, it but feels, I mean it feels like he did not like who he was with Steven. So he's going the completely 180 opposite way, thinking he will like who he is better with Caroline. And that's Caroline. why I bring up the fact of his race, where he lives in the South. And because I know a lot of people, there's a, I know a lot of people that are especially a black and brown people that deal with different cultures than white people that often, I mean, I know some white people too, though, that come out. I had a friend in college who was a Latinx drag queen performing at the village Rose room, like was in pride parades. And then with a lot of their own family influences, went home for the holidays, Catholic family, Latinx influence came back and was back in the closet. Mm -hmm. And it was someone who was so incredibly, he's out now, but you know what I I mean? So it's, we don't know this story. I totally agree with you. I'm just, I'm, especially with the, the, the option to go on television. That's where I'm, that's where I'm, where I'm going. Hmm. That's why I start to feel, because uh, let let me, let me, let me, let me keep going. Because a lot of this stuff is when it's done in secret, you wouldn't want to publicize it. That's why I mm-hmm. feel like this might be done for the cameras. Possibly, but I bring all this up because I think you and I get that, but a lot of people that maybe aren't, that don't either know a lot of uh, queer folk or might wonder, like, he's gay. Why doesn't he just know he's gay or he's bi well, or what? No, it's why, his, what? it's his, uh, I think it's his stress left over from his previous relationship i also think he want. i also think he wants to be famous yeah i think that but i i'm just saying i think for people that are but you and i are queer and that what i'm trying yeah. to say is though 
there is this idea of coming out and going back in and no, that that's, pressure, that's real. That's a real thing. That's that a happens real thing. A lot. And this could be, the, or we could just be assholes and he's totally like pan or whatever, whatever. And he's totally um, is like a really just good vagina loving effeminate. I would have thought man. so until they ordered a wig for their cat. And then I was like, okay. <laughs> it didn't bode well. But you know what I thought? I didn't think actually that. I thought it more about when Caroline said. He was the first person I said no, I love you to. She's like, he's the first person I said I love you to. And, oh, but she Caroline. also said, I've had a lot of anxiety about, um, are you going to wake up one day and just say to me, you don't like vagina anymore? And she said, I've really, I've thought about that a lot. And I was, it kind of brings up things for me of, Am I enough? Am I ever going to be enough? And I thought, I really got to let that go. And I wanted to say, honey, I think that was your instinct. That was your gut. That was your gut telling you, I don't think maybe this is the best and fit for your relationship. I feel like he's just playing with her. Everything he is doing yeah, yeah, with her is, he's so actory. Yeah. Um, and 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 I just know this as as someone who... You stay in the closet for a while. You learn how to play people. You learn how to tell people what they need to hear so you can pass. Yeah. And this is, I can just see it happening. And any woman who had a, a crush on a, on a gay guy in high school or college, more likely, um, knows all of this. Yeah. You see it. And I, I just want to say, I want to hug Caroline. Um and tell her there's someone out there for you. It's just, this is just not it. I want to, yeah, I want to hug her. I, I feel sympathy for Alex because I just feel like he's. It's a struggle. I think they're both in a struggle and they're in their late twenties. And I talk, don't they, feel sympathy for Stephen because he's a creeper. But they also talk about potentially having kids together. And the, I go, that's oh, man. when I went no. That's so, when I think it's a complete uh, farce. Maybe not. I'm interested, but I will say I'm interested almost more than it to see this again. This is a, I don't know. It, this didn't feel pro- produced or for, I do think Alex wants to be a reality star, but it didn't feel, I, it, Caroline grounded it and made it feel real for me. So I'm interested to see how this relationship plays out. Uh, kind of. They're both theater people in high school who wish they were Broadway stars. Well, that's where I went with it because I still mm. think she loves the drama. Possibly. And maybe she's addicted to the drama, but yeah, she's going to get hurt. So um, that's all I have about I think them. that's all I have too. That's it. What? That's, that's all, all you I have? have. Yep. Yep. Poodle. You yep. don't have anything else you want to talk about. Nothing. Um, nothing. In- nothing about Alex. No, not about him. About Steven. No. And nothing about nothing at all about Caroline. Okay, that's it then, y'all. Mole, 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 mole. She's got a huge mole on her face. She's got a huge mole on her lip. She's got a big mole on her lip. Mole, 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 mole. That mole was waving at me. She was saying, "Hey there, hey there." That mole was waving at me. She was saying, "Hi." We're gonna come up with a name for that mole. We're gonna come up with a name for that mole. We're gonna come up with a name for that mole. That mole's name is 
Dusty. <laughs> Dusty the mole. But look, I come at Poodle for commenting on people's appearances. That mole is huge. And when I first when she take off. came on screen, I went, mole, 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 mole. It's not even a beauty mark. It's just a mark. It is an entity. <laughs> anyway, I had to let you get it out. I had we're going to have, let you get it we'll, out. we'll definitely have Dusty on the show next time to talk about things. All right, everybody. Dusty. Hey, that is the first episode of You, Me, and My Ex on TLC. We're going to have the second episode that's going to drop on our free feed as well. So you sure you sure can. You sure can check that out. Y'all, um, be sure to go to realitygazepodcast.com um, for our website. We dropped our second episode of 90 Day Foodie Call on our Instagram at Sinjin and Tania. Tania. On Reality Gaze Podcast at Instagram. Y'all are loving that. Twitter, Cameo, come at us on Cameo, um, and all that good stuff. We don't have a sign-off for this show yet. I'm Let's sure we're going to think of it. What should it be? I mean... It should be, we'll see you in the menagerie. Sure, I like that. three cool. pieces. I like that. We'll see right. you we'll in We'll see you in the menagerie. menagerie. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.